Amen. Well, beloved, do you have your Bible with you? Or uh, I guess not. Well, I'll share with you. We're sharing from the gospel, and I don't know if it, you're accustomed to stand up for the reading of the gospel. All right, would you stand? Gospel according to Matthew, the 24th chapter, beginning with the 36th verse. Just as soon as I get my glasses on. You know, I've had that surgery. I can count feathers on a bird, but I can't read without glasses. No one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the day of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in, that, in those days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in a field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a hand mill. One will be taken, the other left. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you must also be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. You may be seated. Be awake. Be prepared. You don't know the time. You don't know the date. Be awake. Be prepared. There was an artist. Wow. He had a lot of paintings on display at the art gallery. And one day the phone rang and it said, I am your salesman at the art gallery. And I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is that there is a man here and he said, is this art the kind that increases in value after the artist dies? And I told him, well, as a matter of fact, yes, it is. And he bought every one of your paintings. The bad news is, he said he's your doctor. <laughs> you don't know the time. You don't know when. This is Advent, beloved. Koinonia Greek pronounces it parousia. Parousia. 
to the Jews meant coming. In the Old Testament, you see that wonderful story about how Jesus came and freed them from Egypt. In that parousia, the coming of God, and he came and he freed the people. And from that time on, they waited for God to come again. They expected God would come again, and they called it the day of the Lord. So in the Old Testament where you read about the day of the Lord, they are saying we are waiting for God to take action again as he did before and set us free. It became they were waiting for the Messiah, the Savior that God would send to establish a kingdom. And they would be the leaders and the rulers. And in the New Testament, Jesus came and established a new covenant with the people. The second time God acted for them in sending the Messiah. Did he establish a kingdom? That's where you say amen. Amen. Are we the leaders of that kingdom? It's called discipleship. And Jesus tells the story that we shared today of the gospel according to Matthew, that he will come again, beloved. And so Advent, Borussia, is about Jesus coming as a baby and Jesus coming again. And so we celebrate both. And the scripture that you heard today is about you better be ready. You better be ready because you don't know the day or the time. You just don't know. For God understands us, you see. If God told us the time and the date that he would come again, we would keep sinning. And we would go on sinning right up to the last minute and then we would proclaim Jesus as our Lord and Savior and we would be saved and taken unto heaven. I'm not the only one who would do that. God knows that. So we don't know the time. We don't know when he's coming back. And not only that, we would quit being disciples. Read about the church of Thessalonica. They thought that God had come and they stopped working. They stopped doing everything. If we knew the time and the date that he would come, well, why would we work? We would wait until he came and then we would be there. That's who we are. And God knows it. But you see, dear friends, the kingdom of heaven The kingdom to come is not our only call. We are also called to ministry. We are called to do the Lord's will until he comes again. That's why we gather. We come together to pray, to strengthen one another, to go out in ministry. If you just come to church, 
It's no different than a chicken sitting in a chicken coop. Sitting in church doesn't make you a Christian, beloved. We have a ministry, amen? amen? We have a ministry and we are called to go forth in his name until he comes again. But if we knew the day, a lot of things would change. But we do not know the date. And so Christ warns us that we need to be prepared. For when he comes, be clear, there's no last-minute bargaining. Oh, gee, I didn't expect you today. I, I thought it'd be down the road. But I want you to know that I, I really want to be a part of your kingdom, God. And Christ, I, I hope you forget no bargaining. When he comes, you're either on the saved side or the lost. Because God respects our decisions. Hmm. You have a free will, dear friend. You have the opportunity to make your own decisions. And when you make those decisions and God looks at your decision, he honors your choice. And if you choose not to live as he has called you to live, he honors that. And when that time comes, you will be left behind. No bargain. Your choice determines where you're going to spend eternity. That's serious business, friends. For you know, we don't know when we're going to die. We lose our loved ones at all different ages. I lost a son at 33. I lost a brother at 43. You can't predict how long you're going to live. I'm so old I creak. I have no idea how long. How long? How long, oh Lord? How long? We do not know. We are called to be faithful. Christ is warning us to be prepared. He lifts up two examples. In the time of Noah, they were not prepared. They were so busy living their lives, they had forgot all about the possibility of God's judgment. And when that judgment came, they were lost. They had forgot all about it. The householder, he owned the home, but he was not prepared for the unexpected. He was not prepared. He didn't know when that thief was coming. And God is saying we need to be prepared. I have a security system. Whoopee! I have a brand new home filled with a security system from top to bottom. Big bucks. Got this great security system. We're going down the road, and the woman says, did you put the security system on? I said, nope. <laughs> How good is that? That protects zero if you don't put it on. We need to be prepared. That's what he's saying. God is coming again. Jesus is coming. 
And when that happens, dear friends, you better be prepared. I used to, as a young man, chart out my life. I had it all figured out. And then that would fail. And then I'd start again, and I'd chart it out again, and that would fail. I've had so many setbacks in my life, I can't even remember them all, of the times that I charted my life. And then one day I said, enough of this, God, whatever. Bring it up. Whatever you want, I'm happy. I have been happy every day since. And I testify before you that when that time comes, whether it's today or tomorrow or when God calls his church home, I'm going to be a part of that kingdom. I know it. I have such comfort knowing that. I don't worry about the 100,000 things I used to worry about. I don't worry anymore about how things will get done. I leave them to God, and he's amazing what he can do. And I know that whenever that time comes, I'm going to be a part of that kingdom. And I hope that you're as confident. And if you're not, then I encourage you to get moving. Because we don't know when he's coming again. We just know that the Bible says he's coming and we better be ready. When I was a young kid in church school, we didn't have a wonderful praise band that led us. We had a piano player and you know the old hymn books and we were singing every other Sunday almost, it seemed like in the youth Sunday school, when the roll is called up yonder. Yeah, I see you nodding. Some of you know that. Some of you are too young and saying, what? What's he talking about? Well, it's when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there when that roll is called up yonder. The only problem was that our youth director would direct a song, and when he got to there, it was there. And I used to say, no, I don't want to be there. I want to be there. It ought to be when the rose called up yonder, I'll be there. Not there. <laughs> Every Sunday he did it. There. <coughs> I encourage you, dear friends, take the spirit. Take the life. For heaven's sakes, you have chosen that for your church name. Spirit and life. Grab onto that spirit and let God take you unto his kingdom. This day, I invite you to take seriously the invitation to come to the Lord's table. It was long ago that he bid other disciples to come to that table. I encourage you to lay down anything that separates you from God, anything to take serious that we need to be prepared. And if you're not prepared, I encourage you to come to the table of the Lord confessing your sins and accepting Jesus Christ 
and going away as a part of the body of Christ. Wow. To do his will. That's what it's about, dear friends. To go away a part of the body of Christ in ministry. We all have a ministry. God has called us all to be involved in his ministry. To share his love, his compassion, his healing arms. To share in God's name. That's the ministry of the body of Christ. And every time we come to the table and we celebrate, the body is alive again through our willingness to serve God Almighty. Beloved, this day, I invite you to come and to be a part of the blessings that God has in mind for you at his precious table. So this day, beloved, as we break bread, as we ask God to bless the cup, I pray, friends, that his spirit will give you a new life. And this will not be just another Sunday when the minister serves communion. But this will be your day. Your day to take seriously your life with Christ the invitation that he gives. For as Christ did many years ago, we do this day. We take the bread as he took it, and we break it in his precious name. And we say this is the body of Christ given for you. Take, eat in remembrance that Christ died for you. Also, beloved, we take the cup this is the blood of a new covenant. For many, for the forgiveness of sins, gratefulness, all of you, in remembrance of me. Will you pray with me?